0: Hi, I'm Alan Alexandrov, and I'm one of the senior editors of the journal Global Summitry. I'm pleased to be back with you today, and uh, to be introducing our uh, next podcast on the Osaka G20 Summit. And in this case, I will be introducing to you uh, Masahiro Kawai, who is very, very involved in the um, Japanese G20 um, in Osaka. Masahiro Kawai today is a professor of the Graduate School of Public Policy at the University of Tokyo, affectionately referred to as Todai, and he is Representative Director and Director General of Economic Research Institute for Northeast Asia Arena. He's held many positions uh, in uh, Japan, including Dean and CEO of the Asian Development Bank Institute, ADBI. So, join with me in uh, welcoming Masahiro Kawai to our virtual podcast studio. This will be Summit Dialogue, Episode 13, an interview with Masahiro Kawai on the Japanese G20 Summit in Osaka. The role of the host. So it's a, a great pleasure today to uh, introduce to uh, the audience uh, in our from our uh, virtual studio uh, Masahiro Kawai, uh, who played a very a significant role uh, in the uh, T20 and also the G20. So Masahiro-san, are you there?
1: I'm here. Great. Um,
0: That's great. So let me ask you this first question, uh, Masahiro-san. The G20, of course, was uh, a very important summit for Japan and uh, the current Abe government. Uh, This was, of course, Japan's first G20 hosting. Um, Mm -hmm. A number of uh, summit observers, including myself and others, over the year have noticed a certain amount of Japanese ambivalence towards the G20 as opposed to the G7 uh, or mm. the G7, G8. Uh, mm. How do you see it? Do you believe that Japan continue to express some ambivalence or whether they overcame that and, you know, fully dedicated to the G20 and the G20 hosting? Well, uh,
1: I think uh, it was... It's true that uh, Japan was ambivalent mm-hmm. toward the, the G20 summit process, uh, because, uh, in the G7, Japan was the only Asian country, uh, uh representing, uh, Asia, uh, in the G7 group. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Japan, uh, believed that uh, it was able to present the Asian view and Asian voice in the G7 process. But uh, when uh, the G20 summit started, Japan feared that uh, China would uh, overshadow uh, Japan's uh, position and uh, the relative... Position of Japan uh, might be reduced. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that, that was the initial fear. But uh, Japan uh, has learned that uh, the G20 process would be very useful uh, uh, for Japan also and, and also to induce uh, China uh, to uh, come closer to international rules. Mm-hmm. uh norms and standards so the g20 process uh, can serve for various purposes for the provision of uh, international public goods and at the same time to encourage china to undertake uh, 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 continuous uh, reforms so so i think uh, japan uh, has overcome that uh, ambivalence. Japan, I think, uh, regards both uh, the G20 process and the G7 process as very important. All right. Um,
0: It was uh, a a very lively summit, uh, of course. Uh, I, I wanted to raise with you a statement by Shiro Armstrong who is the editor of the uh, East Asia Forum. Um, And uh, it was interesting because at the completion of the summit, he wrote this editorial. It was quite pessimistic. It said, in part, the Osaka G20 summit may yet be remembered in history as the moment the global rules-based order was lost. There was no mention of the rules-based order in the communique signaling An edge towards rule by might uh, rather than rules among the major powers. Um, So um, what's your reaction to that statement? How do you view now, in retrospect, uh, the Osaka summit? Was it successful? Uh, Was it not, from your perspective? Or is it more like Armstrong?
1: Yeah, uh, no, I, no, I, I don't take uh, 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 Shiro's uh, uh, point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's true that uh, there was no mention of uh, the rules-based order uh, in the leaders' declaration, but uh, uh, given the circumstance where the U.S. Uh, is taking a unilateral. Approach at the U.S. is departing from multilateralism mm-hmm. and uh, tending toward uh, uh, protectionism. And uh, given uh, the U.S. China uh, trade war right. uh, and so forth, given the circumstance, I think uh, Japan uh, has done a relatively good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was a relative success given. Uh, the circumstance Japan uh, did not uh, put a uh, a bar very high uh, you know in uh, 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 hosting uh, the G20 process Mm -hmm. Uh, Japan I think uh, from the beginning uh, gave up uh, the idea of including uh, the wording like uh, you know fight against uh, protectionism Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and uh, making a significant uh, uh, step forward on uh, climate action, I think uh, Japan took a compromising stance uh, from the beginning Mm -hmm. to reach a consensus among the G20 countries, uh, among the G20 members, rather than creating a uh, one versus 19
2: Mm -hmm. kind
1: of uh, situation. So, so, Japan wanted to bring the U.S. in, of course China in, everybody in. Uh, so, given uh, this uh, very uh, uh, precarious situation, I think uh, Japan has done a relatively good job.
0: Okay. Do, do you think the government itself, I'm sure you've talked to uh, officials subsequently um, and, and others, do you think that the Abe government uh, regards the Osaka summit as something of a success, notwithstanding all the difficulties that you've already pointed out with, uh, particularly the United States, but also China, etc.?
1: Yes, uh, the Abe, <clears throat> Abe government uh, regards the G20 as a great success. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I wouldn't go, you know, uh, to as far as uh, great success, but uh, uh, the government, uh, you, you know, uh, you you have to understand. Uh, now we are now uh, into the uh, upper house election period, right? And uh, uh, the Abe Abe government wants to impress the electorates that uh, Mr. Abe has done a good job. Mm-hmm. In the uh, G20 process, uh, it was a great success. So, so that's uh, the government's view uh, towards uh, the G20. Uh, I wouldn't call it a great success, but uh, it was a re- relative, relatively good uh, success.
0: All right. Um, obviously, the the kind of the top uh, uh, significant or top tier issues. That the, uh, Japan as host had to deal with, uh, would, would be, uh, of two sorts. One, progress in, in terms of rule based trade and possibly WTO reform and hopefully some opportunity to assist in the de escalation of the US China trade conflict. That's certainly one big area. And then secondly, the collective statement on climate change which has now become a part of the leader's declaration for a number of years. So, so turning first to trade, um, was there um, you know, a, a serious effort made and a degree of success reached uh, on the question of the U.S.-China uh, trade conflict, do you think?
1: Well, uh, on the U.S.-China trade conflict uh, was not... Uh, dealt with directly within the G20 process,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it was uh, it was uh, 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 the matter of discussion uh, for Mr. Trump and Mr. Xi in their bilateral meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in the you know on the sideline of uh, the G20 process, uh, the two leaders met and they came up with an agreement to reopen. Negotiations. So the G20 created uh, some space for the two leaders to come uh, to talk and uh, to start uh, uh, negotiation once again, mm-hmm. which uh, uh, which is it's uh, good news. Yeah, uh, I mean, did,
0: did, did I take it from what you're suggesting the Japanese, uh, the Prime Minister. And officials did not really take take part in in the China U.S. Uh, discussions with respect to trade.
1: Well, uh, it, it, uh, uh, I uh, I think so. Okay. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. It was dealt with uh, by the U.S. and and China, uh, but but on the trade uh, trade issue. Um, relative to uh, Buenos Aires mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: there was uh, not, not much progress
2: no.
1: uh, in terms of uh, the statement uh, there was no wording uh, reinstated uh, like fight fight against uh, protectionism but uh, there was uh, the wording uh, like uh, we strive to realize a free fair Non-discriminatory, transparent, mm-hmm. predictable, and stable trade and investment uh, environment, and and to keep our markets open. Right. Uh, so so uh, uh, the statement uh, was not a big step forward, but not uh, backtracking uh, either. Okay. So uh, yeah.
0: Uh, and 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 was there any progress then? Uh, it made on the trade front with respect to WTO reform, or like the um, prior kind of description of, of where things are on trade, basically kind of a holding uh, pattern, or was there some progress made there?
1: Well, uh, there was a mentioning of uh, e-commerce uh, mm-hmm. process uh, at the WTO, uh, uh, the plurilateral. Uh, process on e-commerce negotiation and, uh, and 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 also Prime Minister Abe wanted to focus on uh, the free flow of uh, digital data with right. the trust, yep. and he thinks that uh, that would be a very good uh, way to deepen uh, deepen e-commerce uh, negotiations at uh, the WTO. Right. So. So, in a sense, there was some addition uh, to uh, WTO uh, reform. Uh, uh, Of course, uh, there was a mentioning of uh, the dispute uh, settlement uh, mechanism. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, 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 other than uh, the one that I just mentioned, uh, there was uh, not not, uh, much progress on WTO reform. Uh,
0: Right. Now, I I do take it that um, uh, they did at least identify in the leader's declaration uh, and the likelihood of trying to uh, kind of deal with the WTO reform questions, the dispute resolution in particular, um, at the next ministerial. So they've kind of at least identified kind of a place where things are to happen next time. Right. Okay, but but substantively, I take it from what you're telling me, uh, not nothing further was achieved yet on 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 the reform package.
1: Can I just uh, mention one thing sure. on on the trade issue? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, on uh, trade issue, in addition to uh, the importance of WTO reform, the declaration uh, talked about uh, the role that uh, uh, FTAs, uh, EPAs uh, could, uh, could yes. play yes. Uh, in a way complementary mm-hmm. to uh, the WTO uh, process. And I, I think um, Mr. Abe uh, has been very proud uh, of uh, implementing TPP-11,
2: yep. uh, the,
1: the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement, for Trans-Pacific Partnership among the 11 countries uh, uh, after the U.S. withdrew from TPP and, and also uh, the implementation of the Japan-EU uh, Economic Partnership Agreement. Mm-hmm. So, so his sense is that uh, by pursuing such high-quality FTAs, uh, Japan can contribute to multilateral trading arrangements uh, in a way consistent with uh, the WTO process, and and I thought uh, uh, this was a good uh, good part of uh, of the paragraph.
0: Yes, I I, I take your point. It, it certainly was identified in the leaders' declaration. But let me, and I, I take it that the Japanese uh, leadership and Prime Minister Abe, uh, I think. Uh, strongly supported um these these WTO consistent uh, uh arrangements particularly mm-hmm. the CPTPP as you pointed out i guess you know uh, within that though let me then raise um uh, the um difficult circumstances that have arisen on trade with respect to south korea and um and japan uh mm-hmm. where uh, japan has raised concerns about transfers of sensitive technology from potentially from South Korea to North Korea. Is this a, a purely uh, bilateral or does it spill over in terms of, you know, the broader regional um, uh, arrangements? The F- Now, Korea is not part of the CPTPP, but nevertheless, what's the implication? of this tension between South Korea and Japan.
1: Well, uh, Japan and South Korea have had uh, uh, some issues uh, on wartime time workers, uh, compensation issue, mm-hmm. uh, comfort women's issue, and uh, more recently, uh, this... Uh, 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 Radar, uh, you know, fire control.
2: Yes. uh,
1: Radar directed at uh, Japanese uh, self-defense force aircrafts by uh, the Korean Navy. Uh, You know, all all of these these issues have been uh, uh, complicating uh, the uh, Japan-South Korea uh, relationship. And uh, uh, this... uh, issue uh, you just mentioned,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: the uh, tighter control of uh, three materials uh, which would be needed for the production of uh, semiconductors and so forth, uh, may be related uh, to uh, this uh, complicated uh, uh, bilateral relationship. Mm -hmm. But uh, but at least uh, the Ministry of Economy, Trade and Industry, takes the view that, uh, this has nothing to do with uh, the bilateral political relationship. Uh, it's, it's purely, uh, the lost trust on the part of Korea, uh, in terms of dealing with uh, such sensitive items. These items could be used for military and, and, you know, other, uh, purposes, which, uh, Japan uh, does not want to see. And, and Japan uh, has been wanting to hold a meeting with the Korean side on this issue for three years. Mm-hmm. And the Korean side has been rejecting uh, uh, to hold the meeting. And uh, and Japan uh, decided uh, to regard Korea as not that trustworthy on this particular issue. So... Uh, uh, the Japanese side has tightened mm-hmm. uh, the uh, uh, monitoring uh, and, and approval process uh, for Japanese shipments of, uh, of, of uh, these materials. So, so Japan thinks that uh, this is uh, purely uh, Japan's domestic procedure and uh, this uh, is not against uh, uh, WTO rules. Uh, uh, because security related issues, uh, uh, you know, uh, can be, uh, can be consistent with, uh, uh, the WTO process. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Japan is not prohibiting exports of, uh, these materials. Japan is simply tightening, uh, the approval process, uh, for Korea. And, and Japan takes a similar uh, approaches, you know, tighter control approach to many other countries, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Japan uh, relaxed uh, the control system to Korea. But now Japan is reintroducing uh, tighter control. But I take it,
0: and I could you, you correct me, but I take it that in behind that was the um, uh, South Korean uh, Supreme Court ruling um on whether or not uh, uh, private individuals could bring uh, a case against Japan uh in terms of uh labor and so forth during the war uh, at least from the observer side that's all we that seemed to be a part of this tension that lies between recently between South Korea and uh, and and Japan
1: uh, perhaps, per, per, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, uh, may, maybe in the mind of uh, the Abe administration, per, perhaps uh, that that's a case. Mm-hmm. The Japanese uh, position on this uh, wartime uh, workers uh, issue is that uh, uh, the issue was completely and fully resolved right. as a result of uh, the Japan-ROK basic relations treaty in the mid-1960s. And uh, uh, that was an international treaty. The Korean side uh, uh, doesn't want to abide by the international international obligation. Mm-hmm. And Japan has been proposing a, a process to resolve this issue. But the Korean side uh, has not fully uh, uh, come back. And so, so, Uh, that that sort of issue uh, is there maybe that that issue is uh, related uh, in the mind of uh, the Japanese government but Mm -hmm. but as long as trade and WTO process is concerned, uh, the Japanese uh, view is that uh, the current tightening of uh, the control uh, approval process is consistent with uh, WTO rules so uh, Korea as uh, ROK uh, may want to bring uh, the case to the WTO. Mm-hmm. So, so we have yet to see uh, what's going to happen.
0: Okay, I, 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 again, I want to contextualize it. I mean, partly with respect to the, uh, with respect to the summit itself. I mean, we saw a whole series of kind of Trump uh, bilateral initiatives, whether with obviously the president of China because of China. U.S. trade, but his, you know, his meetings with uh, Putin, uh, the breakfast with Saudi Crown Prince, and then of course to top it all off, his uh, visit to the demilitarized zone, um, uh, and the meeting uh, with uh, King uh, Kim Jong Un, the the president of North Korea. Um, uh, and what appears to be at least uh, the restarting uh, of uh, some discussions on the denuclearization question, how much do those tensions, therefore, between Japan and South Korea impact on this significant issue uh, of the peninsula itself, and most particularly North Korea and U.S.-North Korea discussions?
1: Well, it's uh, very unfortunate that uh, Japan and South Korea uh, uh, would continue to have tensions. Mm -hmm. I think uh, they have to come to a resolution on many issues, uh, including uh, the most recent uh, uh, tightening of uh, uh, approval process. Uh, After all, uh, Japan both Japan and Korea are security uh, allies of the United States right so they both both countries Japan and, and uh, South Korea uh, share a lot of uh, common interests in particular vis-a-vis North Korea so so uh, these two countries uh, should be really United more United than ever
2: mm-hmm. but
1: uh, at this point uh, Uh, That's not that that's not happening, Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
1: which is uh, which is very unfortunate. But but uh, uh, because of uh, the bilateral meeting between Mr. Trump and uh, uh, Mr. Kim Mm -hmm. of uh, North Korea, uh, perhaps uh, the tensions uh, in the uh, Korean Peninsula on the nuclear issue may be managed, may be controlled for for some time mm-hmm. uh, as long as uh, negotiations between the US and, and North Korea would uh, would continue but uh, to the end of the day uh, uh, the US uh, Japan and, and South Korea they have to come closer and uh, they have to talk to uh, North Korea and and also China uh, uh, can play a very important role. To induce uh, Mr. Kim of North Korea to denuclearize uh, uh, its, itself, so uh, so uh, Japan and uh, South Korea have to come up with uh, their uh, 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 reconciliation as soon as possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let me uh, let me then turn to. Uh, An issue that you'd raised as I we work through some of what some of us um, have called the kind of the mid tier issues, and most particularly you raised um, e commerce and the data flow. There was a very extensive uh, paragraph uh, in um, uh, the leaders' declaration um, uh, with respect to uh, cross border flow of data and what um uh prime minister abe has talked about which is uh data free flow with trust so i i would take it that japan and the prime minister views that you know given this very extensive paragraph although it's not quite clear where it, where it ends up that this was that this was a a significant uh achievement uh by japan with respect to uh, you know opening up to this question of uh, data and data free flows
1: right uh, mr abe uh, uh, has been emphasizing the importance of uh, the free flow of uh, digital data mm-hmm. with uh, with trust and uh, and uh, uh, there was a, uh, a separate meeting at uh, the g20 not a g20s formal uh Part of it, but a separate uh, meeting. Yes. Uh, of passing on the, uh, on this issue. Uh, and there, uh, uh, Mr. Abe declared the beginning of the Osaka track.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, uh, this Osaka track is a negotiation process for setting, uh, international rules on free flows of digital data with, uh, with trust. Uh, so uh, trust uh, means uh, to make sure that uh, uh, data uh, 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 integrity uh, would be uh, preserved, uh, privacy, intellectual property, right, and cyber security, all, all of these would be uh, secured uh, so that uh, the free flow of uh, digital data uh, would be accommodated. So, so he wants to uh, come up with uh, uh, such an, uh, a set of international mm-hmm. international rules, okay. and not uh, the, the problem was that not all G20 members uh, endorsed uh, this uh, idea. Uh, India, Indonesia, and South Africa uh, did not sign. Uh, in the case of India, I understand uh, uh, that uh, India wanted to secure. Uh, data localization. Right. Uh, so, so India uh, wasn't keen on signing it, uh, uh, and but but China uh, China uh, signed it. Yeah. Osaka track the U.S. and uh, seventeen members of G20 signed. Uh, s- since uh, not not everybody every member of G20 signed the agreement. That was not a formal process of G20. So the the wording. Osaka truck, uh, does not, uh, appear in right. the statement. Right. But, uh, that's the process that, uh, Mr. Abe wants to, wants to push. Uh, of course, uh, different countries have, uh, different views oh. of, uh, what really trust means and what really free flows of data, uh, uh might mean. Sure. Uh, so, this may be a uh, difficult uh, process, but uh, I think uh, uh, this is uh, a very important uh, issue uh, in the uh, digitalized uh, world economy. Uh, so, so coming up with some international rules would be quite, uh, quite useful. So, so that's what uh, Mr. Abe uh, uh wants to uh, uh, Wants to push.
2: Yeah,
0: I take it. He can take some satisfaction From the fact that he got 17 of the 20 countries agreeing even right. though not unanimity yet and and that in one of the members that uh, one of the uh, G20 that agreed was China, which is you know a reasonably singular Achievement uh, right. with respect to digital so we can leave it there. Let me just finish off uh, On the, the tough issues with climate change. It, it was mm. our understanding That uh, Prime Minister Abe wanted not two paragraphs as uh, uh, Ultimately was concluded Meaning there was the paragraph by the 19 on irreversible that's with respect to Paris and then there was a second very extensive paragraph which talked about why China oh, sorry the United States refused to uh, you know wanted out of the Paris agreement uh, etc um on reflection do you think it was a mistake because my understanding our understanding is is that uh basically the Europeans said that if they that if Japan did not include irreversible uh, with respect to uh, uh, Paris, that in fact they wouldn't sign the declaration at all. Do you think that uh, Prime Minister Abe, on reflection, uh, feels that maybe you know that effort was not uh, was not a uh, probably a, uh, a sensible one in the face of such strong uh, uh, feelings, particularly with respect to the European countries?
1: Well, the wording, I believe, uh, irreversible, was uh, also included in right. Buenos Aires. Yes. And uh, and uh, uh, naturally, uh, Japan uh, took it uh, uh, as an important uh, statement. Uh, uh, I believe uh, there may have been some uh, tussle and hustle, uh <laughs> Europeans and uh, Japanese, or Europeans and uh, Americans, yes, uh, the U.S. Uh, but uh, it was uh, it was included, uh, and uh, but 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 you you have to remember uh, uh, that uh, uh, given that uh, the U.S. Uh, is out of wants to be out of uh, the paris. us
2: yeah.
1: has decided to be out of uh, the paris agreement mm-hmm. uh, japan had to take a compromising uh, stance uh, to reach uh, some consensus among all members rather than uh, rather than uh, breaking up uh, the uh, uh, dialogue and discussions and rather than coming up with a uh, no statement mm-hmm. or very much weaker statement Japan's stance was uh, To make sure that everyone would uh, would agree and to make uh, some progress Uh, so uh, uh, So uh, the addition of Paragraph on the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, This paragraph There was a separate paragraph also in Buenos Aires. Yes. uh, but uh, in Buenos Aires, uh, the paragraph on the U.S. was very short. Yes. But but now uh, the paragraph in Osaka is uh, longer. Mm-hmm. And I what what I thought uh, was interesting was that uh, the U.S. Uh, is talking about the importance of uh, emission reduction. Yes. And what the U.S. has achieved, uh, CO2 emission uh, uh, reduced. Uh, by 14% uh, whereas the economy grew by 19% or so uh, uh, you know this uh decoupling between growth and uh, emission uh, mm-hmm. and the US uh, says that uh, it's committed to uh, the development of advanced technologies to continue to reduce emissions and provide uh, uh, for a cleaner environment. I thought I thought that that was that was good. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rather than the U.S. turning around, you know, uh, denying the importance of emission reductions, uh, the U.S. in the statement talks about uh, the importance of emission uh, reduction. Yes. Uh, so, so the U.S. Uh, may not may may uh, uh, want to be out of uh, the Paris Agreement. Uh, which is very unfortunate, very unfortunate, but nonetheless, in the statement I, I, I saw something positive uh, on, the, on the US side.
0: I think, I think you're right. I guess the question that arose, however, was that the Japanese negotiators spent a significant amount of time trying to achieve a single paragraph uh, that all 20 would sign on to. And mm-hmm. that, that that effort w- was just not successful, and in the end, right. two paragraphs had to be um, provided for thirty-five and thirty-six in terms of right. the le- leader's declaration. Right.
1: That's right. So the That's question
0: right. was whether or not you know it made sense, ultimately on reflection, that Japan expend that kind of energy with respect to a single paragraph which if one kind of looks at it, I suppose, retrospectively, but certainly a little bit more objectively, um, it seemed unlikely that you could get agreement as between um, the United States and uh, uh, the other 19, and that, in fact, there was a, a pushback by the Europeans against the kind of compromise that uh, Prime Minister Abe was trying to achieve at that time on that single paragraph.
1: Right. But but, but, uh, as I said, uh, in the case of uh, Buenos Aires, there were two separate uh, two paragraphs Mm -hmm. and the U.S. paragraph was short. And uh, uh, there was no indication of uh, the U.S. approach towards energy and climate issues. Now the U.S. statement, U.S. paragraph is longer and talks about uh, the uh, importance of uh, uh, emissions uh, reduction so so uh, two paragraphs two paragraphs were not uh, uh, put together into a coherent one but but still uh, i i thought uh, this was uh, this was not uh, backtracking uh, uh, anyway on uh, buenos aires so uh, uh so I think uh, uh, the uh, Abe government, uh, uh, you know, uh, tried to make a good uh, balance between the U.S. interests and the rest of G20 member uh, uh, members' interests. Uh, it was unfortunate. Uh, uh, it's unfortunate that uh, the U.S. is out of uh, the Paris Agreement, but once it's out... Uh, uh, I think uh, uh, this is uh, uh, one one of uh, the good uh, ways of handling mm-hmm. uh, the differences in views.
0: So you know, we've talked we've talked briefly about the uh, the Japanese initiative with respect to regional trade, the CPTPP, and the, mm-hmm. the you know the whole uh, discussion with. Um, uh, compromising with respect to the United States or, uh, working with, um, uh, the other, uh, powers. I mean, do you, do you think that Japan made enough of an effort, uh, in this difficult, you know, hosting environment to try and, uh, achieve, uh, forward results, um, in working with some of the other powers and not simply, you know, accepting kind of uh, as you as you well know some of the strong positions of the United States
1: Right, uh, there there was some uh, uh, Some talk that uh, Mr. Trump might not come mm-hmm. to the G20 meeting to Osaka mm-hmm. uh, uh, And uh, uh, Xi Jinping may not come uh, to Osaka uh, uh, Mr. Abe uh, uh, wanted to uh, make every effort to make sure that uh, uh, Mr. Trump and, and Mr. Xi would uh, come, both would come to Osaka mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, you know it, it would be unfortunate if Mr. Trump would not come or she would not come uh, so bringing them together with uh, all different views, but somehow coming up with a some consensus uh, statement
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: that that was, I think, uh, important uh, rather than rather than identifying differences clearly and not reaching uh, uh, a statement. Uh, uh, I think uh, uh, the G20 process is now going through a difficult period because the greatest power uh, is uh, uh, departing from multilateralism. Right. Nonetheless, yep. nonetheless uh, the U.S. has been brought into this uh, process. I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, we have to value that, uh, uh, that, that attempt.
0: All right. And finally, I take a uh a Japan can take a certain amount of satisfaction from some of these other mid so-called mid-tier issues such as um, you know, clear identification in the leaders' declaration with respect, although there was, you know, maybe not uh immediate action uh, elements with respect to marine plastic litter, um the identification of uh, illegal, unreported, and unregulated fishing. We've talked about the digital flows question and uh, uh, free flows with trust. Quality infrastructure was included in the leaders' declaration. It was evident that uh, there's agreement now uh, that IMF reform, uh, this is quota reform, is to be concluded by the end of 2019, um, so that. You know, Japan and the Prime Minister can look to a series of these um, uh, so called mid tier issues and note some advance uh, forward uh, in the G20, as you've just identified.
1: Yeah, uh, I think uh, a lot of progress has been made on many of these uh, uh, mid tier uh, issues.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the, on the marine plastics litter issue, mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: state, statement uh, uh, mentioned the, uh, the Osaka Blue Ocean Vision, yes, which aims to reduce uh, additional pollution by maritime plastic litter to zero by uh, 2050. Uh, so, so there was some target. Uh, set uh, on the uh, issue of uh, 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 digital data uh, free flow with trust uh, as, as I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. the Osaka truck uh, has been launched uh, so uh, the uh, members uh, uh, which agreed uh, to the Osaka truck are going to start uh, negotiations
2: mm-hmm.
1: on uh digital taxation uh, 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 the leaders agreed to make efforts Mm -hmm. for consensus based solution uh, by 2020 Mm -hmm. Uh, this is in line with uh, the OECD G20 uh, kind of process and uh, they made uh, commitments um, other uh, other issues, uh, uh, quality infrastructure investment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, this uh, has been an important agenda for Mr. Abe. Th- this concept, quality infrastructure investment, was also uh, included in the G twenty G seven yes. G seven meeting in Ise-Shima, mm-hmm. uh, when Japan hosted uh, the process. Uh, there was. Uh, uh, mentioning, uh, there, there was, a uh, the quality infrastructure investment paper there. And, uh, this gene in the Osaka G20 summit meeting, this, uh, uh, uh quality infrastructure investment uh, principle, uh, was uh, set up, which uh, broadened, uh, which extended uh, the G7 Iseshima. Agreement on uh, quality infrastructure. Uh, this is something that Mr. Abe has been pushing uh, uh, given uh, the expansion of the Belt and Road Initiative by China. Right. And, uh, uh, Mr. Abe and Japan uh, uh, wants to make sure that uh, the Belt and Road uh, Initiative would uh, deliver a quality, quality. Uh, uh, infrastructure investment uh, so that uh, uh, every uh, everybody could benefit
2: mm-hmm. from
1: uh, the, the infrastructure. Uh, and in, re- in relation to that, uh, debt transparency and debt sustainability were also uh, uh, included in the statement. Of course, uh, this is uh, uh, in view of uh, China's uh, Belt and Road Initiative uh, having uh, debt trap implications uh, sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, uh, Mr. Abe uh, wants to raise this flag. Uh, debt transparency and debt sustainability would be very, very important. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm sure the international process on uh, all of these uh, uh, mid-tier issues uh, will uh, will make uh, progress uh, uh, o- over the next uh, uh, year or so. Mm-hmm. So, so I think uh, uh, a lot of progress has been made on these uh, issues.
0: Well, it was a an intense period. Obviously, uh, I want to thank you, uh, Masahiro San. For uh, your time and your involvement, or description and analysis of uh, the Osaka Summit, uh, it it was quite uh, the experience. Uh, I am sure uh, for mm. Japanese officials, for the Prime Minister, and um, uh, thank you for taking the time out to talk about these uh, issues with us.
1: Okay, thank you, Alan.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure. You've been listening to the Global Symmetry Podcast with Alan Alexandrov. This episode was edited by Kyle Fulton, and the music you heard was composed and performed by Rory Lavelle. You can find more of his music at rorylavelle.bandcamp.com.